Hello and welcome to Make Money and Stick It to the Man with me, Dominic Frisby. As always, you can listen to the podcast or read the article. The effect is the same. And today we ask, are interest rates set to go higher than anyone thinks possible? And I ask this because I was at a dinner the other night with a friend who's a much cleverer investor, a much cleverer investor than I am. And the conversation went something like this. Clever friend. Inflation is 10%. Rates are going to have to go to 10% to get it under control. Therefore, I'm 60% in cash. Me, the system can't take rates at 10%. My clever mate shrugs. There is an awkward silence. And then he says, it will have to. And another more awkward silence followed as I digested the implications. Now, have today's central bankers, the likes of Jerome Powell, Christine Lagarde and Andrew Bailey, got the bottle to do a Volcker and put rates up to those kind of levels? In 1981, then Federal Reserve Chairman Paul Volcker uh, raised the Fed funds rate to 20%. Now, it's not just the chair or the governor, of course, though they'll be the ones making the announcement, but it's the boards behind them. And to make such a decision with such ramifications would not just require extraordinary bottle but extraordinary conviction as well it's hard by the way to have one without the other and I'm not sure Bailey or Lagarde have got the right belief systems and in the case of Lagarde and the people behind her I'm as sure as damn it that the career and reputational risk of such a decision would be intolerable to to her so my view on this side of the Atlantic at least, is that a softly, softly approach will prevail and that rates will go up slightly while those in charge prevaricate and hope that this unfortunate inflationary episode does prove to be temporary and passes. We'll have a clearer idea of Powell's intentions today when he makes his announcement. But here's the point. Volcker is widely credited with curtailing the inflation of the 1970s. However, when he was appointed in 1979, inflation was long entrenched. From the Vietnam War to the abandonment of the gold standard in 1971 to the oil crisis of 1973, through all the economic turmoil of the 1970s, inflation was not something new or just a few months old, like this episode is today. And Volcker's hiking of rates came off the back of a decade of this. And what's more, President Carter appointed him specifically to do what he did. And even against all of that, his actions still provoked enormous ire. Today's central bankers don't have the same backdrop. The inflation narrative is too new. They're still blaming it on Putin and um, Covid. There is still the hope that this is all temporary. So my forecast is for them to do the least possible for now, with Powell probably remaining the boldest of the three. Rates may have to go to 10%, as my buddy argues, but the stage is not yet set. And this current pullback in commodities may give them some respite. Now, I had a thought in the shower this morning, as you do, and it was this. The classic definition of inflation as regular people who follow my stuff will will long since know is the expansion of the money supply sorry the expansion of the supply of money and credit with the consequence of higher prices you inflate you blow up the money supply and as a result of there being more money about the place prices go up however because of semantic shifts which is a highfalutin way of saying a shift in the meaning of language over time 
This is no longer the definition of inflation. Inflation now just means higher prices. And somewhere along the line, whether due to a conspiracy by central planners and bankers, we don't know, the bit about expanding the supply of money and credit got dropped. And this semantic shift has gone a stage further still. Inflation no longer means just rising prices, but rising prices of goods and services included in the core price index, the CPI measure of inflation. So house prices rising, for example, doesn't mean inflation. It's nuts, because as we know, the main reason house prices go up is because of an increase in the supply of mortgage of money and credit, more and cheaper mortgages. However, such semantic shifts are beyond the power of this this lowly blogger to control, so there's little more I can do than rage, rage against the dying of the light and then go about my day. Anyway, I've got through the preamble, here's the thought. Inflation, by its modern definition, actually leads to a shrinking of the money supply, or at least it should do, if central banks follow their remits to curb it. If inflation is 10% and rates go up, maybe not as high as 10%, but even if they go up, as rates rise, many deleverage and pay down debt. Leverage is another way by which money and credit are created, by the way. And so if rates rise a lot, this can become a scramble. In other words, inflation, by today's definition, with inflation, the supply of money and credit contracts. And that means asset prices, house, bond and equity prices, particularly those for which we use leverage to to buy, fall. Even car prices, because finance costs more. Now, these are mostly not included in CPI, but such a... In such a deflationary event as interest rates rising to levels concomitant with current CPI inflation, you can expect CPI to fall too. So to summarise, inflation originally meant the expansion of the money and credit supply with the consequence of higher prices. Today, inflation and the central bank reaction to it portends the contraction of the supply of money and credit with the consequence of lower prices. (laughs) That is some semantic shift. Um, I don't know how central bankers get us out of this. Um, You know, they dodged a bullet while China was exporting all its deflation. That's not the situation anymore. No doubt all sorts of plans with longer and more unpronounceable names than quantitative easing are being formulated as we speak. Remember how they suddenly came up with QE in 2008? We also looked on baffled and blindsided. What are they they doing? And there will be similar rabbits pulled out of hats to to deal with all of this anyway thank you for listening please um subscribe to the uh uh to my Substack. please share it with friends tell people about it and all that kind of stuff and i'll be back with another podcast very soon